everybody. This is Michelle with Mishmash. How's everyone doing today? I hope excellent. I hope wonderful. I'm having a, a good, a good time, a good day. I don't know. It's an okay day. It's just like last week was rough, rough, rough with the energies. Like, uh, I feel like everyone had to have felt those energies because it was really strong for me. And, um, I said before, I don't really keep up with the energy updates too much, but I really, I've started to look them up a little bit more because I've been feeling them so strongly, and apparently Saturday was like a bunch of, like, six different plant stuff going on with planets, and there was like chakra purging and shit like that, so like, I felt a lot of stuff, and I was just kind of wiped out, useless, um, sick, and just everything, and, and actually, the... It was a roller coaster. Honestly, it was like a fucking roller coaster of energy because on top of that, like there would be parts of the day where I felt like I was high, like I smoked some weed or some shit and I'm like, dude, this is fucking weird. Um but uh Saturday ended up being good. Today is good. You know, today has actually been more consistent energy, so I appreciate that. I've been able to get a lot of stuff done. And um watch a lot of stuff too which so I I had to talk about this there's this video that I watched today excuse me and it just annoyed me it's so annoying to me because I don't know there's a lot of things that annoy me it's not very hard to annoy me but but like I think it, it it's harder it's harder to like angrily annoy me and I feel like one of my triggers or like things that just get me to that place is like when people are so dismissive of other people and I feel like that happens a lot I mean probably all over the world I'm not sure but definitely in America where it's just like no I I don't even understand why people think like this but it's just like well that's not how I see it that's not how I experience it so your experience is is invalid like that's clearly not what happens that's clearly not how things should happen and I'm like I don't know just like you guys you all understand that it's different and there's <laughs> it's different for everybody. Everybody has different experiences. There's there's so many layers to things. There's there's just I don't know, there's just too much that goes into like everything and everybody for there to ever be like this simple explanation, this simple answer. So I wanted to talk about this video that kind of brought this up to me, and um, it's been recommended on my YouTube for a little bit. I don't know how, I think it's a newer video, but it's been, they've been really trying to shove it in my face, and I'm like, okay, fine, I'll watch it. I'm I'm sort of interested, but um, it's it's a story from, or it's this guy from Epic Times, and he's talking about race relations or, you know, whatever. He's going to solve racism because racism doesn't exist, don't you know? Um, <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much what he's saying. Like, racism or systematic racism or whatever, it doesn't really exist. Um, we need to be more respectful towards each other. And, and 
everybody's freedoms and we have to raise our children right and keep our families together and that's 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 how you solve these racial issues that's all it is it's not really about race it's just we're not raising our children correctly so he is insinuating this or saying that like he I if I remember correctly he doesn't say too much himself but he is speaking through Denzel Washington who has talked about race relations I guess in the past and he's pulling out a bunch of videos of Denzel Washington saying what I'm assuming he personally feels but he feels like <laughs> he he's doing this my understanding is that he's doing this so that people don't call him out but will call out Denzel Washington or at the very least if they call him out they have to also call it Denzel Washington like I don't understand exactly but you know basically he's just trying to uh what's what's the phrase like throw stone hide your hands or whatever like kind of something like that um and while I agree that that is part of the issue like I how do I want to say this his answers are answers but they're not the full answer because it's not the full story you know um Part of it is absolutely we need to keep families together. That needs to be a higher priority. I feel like, in general, we've put less of a priority on keeping families together, choosing the right partner, somebody who is really good for you. And I mean, (laughs) to be honest, I can go into a whole thing about why that's the case. And, you know, put, point some fingers at... America and the government and how they're constantly gaslighting us and fucking abusing us so we don't know what the fuck is what and we're just going based off of what they tell us and what we think is um, good for us. Uh, We have no idea, right? So I could go off on that tangent and that's just a little bit of it, but I won't, okay? (laughs) But um, at the end of the day, we're not choosing the right partners. We're not... I feel like people aren't really trying to, A, have a family, have a, a, um, what's the word I want to say? Like, I feel like it's not as important. Family, having a family is not as important. Having a good, um, solid foundation for a family is not as uh revered you know people are more cavalier when it comes to creating a family and keeping it together I feel like you know we're kind of like it's okay because we're not really looking at how our family breaking down has affected us and hurt us um a lot of people aren't really looking at themselves and and really digging through their own baggage I was actually thinking about this the other day um I'm trying not to have this episode be really long but it, it, it came it came to me just now but I was actually thinking about this the other day how you know people are just very much like you know hey I have emotional baggage and you just have to take it it's who I am and well there is like that's kind of the case like that is true it's your responsibility as a person as a human as a living being to kind of dig through that and solve those issues and 
alleviate that baggage. It's not a badge of honor that you wear and say, yeah, I've been through this shit. Like, it can be part of that, but that can't be it. You know, you're not supposed to keep it forever. Um, That... It makes life so much more difficult for you and for others. But I feel like that's kind of how we are. We've kind of, we kind of celebrate dysfunctionalness. And so we're like, yeah, I'm dysfunctional too. And this is how, and this is why. And we don't really get into it though. Like we see the surface of shit. And I I think maybe (laughs) bringing everything back together, we are just too focused on the surface issues and surface problems. And we're not willing to really dig in to see roots of shit and in different perspectives and, you know, how things connect because that's kind of, that's how you're going to get through your own shit and, and, and get rid of some of that baggage. That's how you're going to make yourself a better person, but that's also how we're going to solve some actual fucking problems in this country, you know? So, um, my point was <laughs> that, like, you know, what he's saying is kind of right. We, we, we need to take families more serious in building them, creating them, all of that, keeping them, raising our children, you know, take that a lot more serious and, and have that be a priority. Once again, I can't even get into why that can't always be the case because, there's that side of it too. Like, it's easy to say this is what we need to do, but you know, the reality always will come in and be like, this is why that can't actually be a reality. Um, but that is part of it. Another part of it is, yeah, we do need to respect each other's perspectives and, um, freedoms. I mean, but you know, while you're shooting that at me, I have to shoot it back at you while you're sitting there telling me that, like, my experience is invalid, you know, <laughs> like, like, you're telling me, like, oh, you got this problem, or you're saying there's a problem, there's not really a problem, the problem is you, and it's like, um, except you have to respect other people's perspectives and their lives, and the shit that they're going through is not that easy, you know, <sighs> so, <clears throat> there's that, <laughs> there's that, like, Yes, he's right, but no, again, that's, like, just not the whole story. So, what did I say? I wrote down some notes. So, basically, my thing was, like, look, if you're presented with a problem and you only look at one side of it, one perspective of it, whatever, of course, the answer is clear and easy. You know, I would love to think of a great example or analogy, but, like, I really could not. (laughs) I mean, to me, the example is what he's trying to say, which is, like, there's no such thing as racism. We just have to raise our kids better. Um, And it's like, okay, but, and actually, here, I'll get into it. Basically, my point in everything here is that to to sit there and act like the answer to any issue that America faces is very very easy and obvious means that you're not actually looking at the problem not not really you're looking at one side of it you're looking at the surface of it you're not looking at all of it because there's obviously 
if it was easy, it would have been solved already. You know what I mean? You can't just say it doesn't exist. You know, I was going to be like, it's not the limit. And then I'm like, you'd have to understand either math, which I didn't set up for because I don't understand that part of math, (laughs) or at least understand mean girls, which that's more likely, at least for me. (laughs) But what else did I say? So (laughs) getting into the example, let's dig in because it really fucking annoyed me. (laughs) So he's talking about, um, like I said, he brought in Denzel Washington and Denzel Washington is talking about, you know, how it's about raising good families, keeping your kids away from danger and shit like that. You like, he, what he kept saying was like, the police aren't, the police aren't locking up seven-year-olds, you know, basically insinuating that, like, these kids are fine until they learn these bad things or go a bad way, and that's when the police are locking up people, so they're not locking up people based on color, but on action, which, um, again, yeah, but no, (laughs) and, um, to further his point, um, I should have wrote down this guy's name, but I didn't. Um, but this guy, to further his point, he showed a clip of uh, Menace to Society. And, oh God, I, I've seen the movie like once in my life, so I don't know the scene and I don't know the guy, okay? <laughs> but there's a scene where um, this guy is telling these two younger black men that like, society's after them, the world is after them, they're trying to get them just because they're black, you know, pretty much. And this guy is pretty much trying to say, like, yeah, that's not the truth, that's a lie, that's that's a myth that they perpetuate to scare black people and da-da-da-da-da. However, I was just like, um, you know, aren't those two very, very different ways of living? <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I'm like, Denzel Washington is from Mount Vernon. Um, Menace to Society, all I knew is that it took place in Los Angeles. So I looked up where exactly, and I guess it takes place in Watts, Los Angeles, which is a very low-income black neighborhood. I'm guessing probably like a ghetto or something. Mount Vernon, New York is a very well-to-do place. (laughs) very different situations, you know what I mean? Um, so I'm like, maybe money earning Mount Vernon might have very different police than a low-income black Los Angeles neighborhood. Maybe, 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 I don't know. Is that crazy? Am I just spouting insanity right now? Maybe I am, I don't know. I don't know because I don't live in either place, but what I do know, at least from my experience of moving from small town to small town, is that police can be very different in different towns, okay? Um, you know, I'm, my guess, once again, is that maybe, and I again, I know that I might be going out on a limb here, but maybe... police might have it out for black people 
a little bit more in a low-income Black neighborhood than in a high-income, more white neighborhood. Um, And I mean, maybe Mount Vernon is not white. I'm assuming that just because it's a more well-to-do place that is mostly white people. Maybe it's still a lot of people of color because the people that I know from, not personally know, but that I know is from Mount Vernon, though they also happen to be um, black. So maybe it's still a black neighborhood, but, uh, you know, money trumps all, let's not forget. So, you know, I just kind of think that maybe police treat people different in those two very different places. So it might be easy to be like, look, you just raise your kids right and the police won't bother you. Maybe that's the case in Mount Vernon, but maybe in fucking Watts, Los Angeles, it doesn't matter how the fuck you're raising your kids. If your kids step outside, that maybe the police will come and fuck with them and find a reason to put them in jail. You know, um... (laughs) I don't know. I I just found that really irritating that he, because I don't know, in in with his insinuating that this is the actual issue, he's dismissing a lot of people's personal stories of what their lives are like. He is saying that it's a lie, and I just don't believe that that's the case. And especially when I know of people where that is how they've been treated um, and haven't been doing anything wrong. So I I don't know. I don't, I don't like doing that. I don't like doing that for anybody for any reason. Like if what your story is like your experience, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Whatever your experience is, that's your experience. Um, And not to say that everybody exists everybody's experience has the right perspective like people can add shit to it add shit to whatever their experience is of course however you get enough people saying the same thing it's just maybe there's a little bit of truth to it you know what I mean maybe it's something to actually look at and take seriously I feel like To, to ignore that there's a lot more at play when it comes to these things. And I mean, I'm talking about this particular video and I'm talking the, the subject happens to be um, race, but this really goes for like any issue in America because there's, there's at least two sides. I feel like these, in this day and age, there's like... A million sides to every story, problem, issue, whatever. But at, at the very least, there's two sides to every story, right? To to ignore that and say that someone else's experiences don't exist, so this is the answer, and the answer is easy. Like that's just ignorant. I feel like is rude too to be honest I just find it rude problems are never black and white it's never simple again if it was there was there wouldn't be a problem problems are multifaceted solutions have to be two 
it cannot be just, you know, one simple thing. This is what we need to do. This solves everything. Like, how fucking ridiculous it is to say, like, oh, just raise your kids better. That'll that'll end racism. Or, you know, what he's really trying to say is that racism doesn't even exist. Like, I mean, come on. Come the fuck on. (laughs) Anyway, there was that. That annoyed me, so I had to talk about it. Um... I just want that to be a reminder because people do this a lot, like way too much. Like, guys, guys, the answer is easy. Like, well, yeah, if you don't look at the whole thing, of course it's easy. Sure. Yeah, I could solve problems all day if I don't actually take into account every part of it. Anyway, so I also wanted to talk a little bit about my healing journey that I'm going through because so I, I've been kind of debating do I want to just go off of notes that I wrote because I know I kind of wanted to do this like talking about it live while I know was, I'm kind of going through this um, healing journey of past trauma with from my mom I guess I'm like how do I want to say it with my mom from my mom because of my mom uh healing mom issues basically um but there hasn't been too much going on uh so I was like you know sometimes sometimes the journeys can be uh or cycles I should say it can be really quick and it's like something happens and it uh just kind of piles on until it's done uh I don't know which way I really prefer to be honest but sometimes they're much slower like apparently what's happening now (laughs) where it'll be little trickles of things along the way until it culminates into one big thing and it all makes sense and uh, you know whatever so I guess that's kind of what's happening because there really hasn't been much going on but um I did want to share a little bit of what's been recently happening because it was fine for a bit right off the bat one thing I've definitely noticed is like I'll I'll start having neck problems when I start having like start dealing with stuff from my past when it comes to my mom and I don't know what that's about but I've definitely noticed and I'm like oh man my neck's starting to hurt and sure enough like just stuff starts coming up with my mom recently um but like a major thing that kind of came up well it's not super major but uh more prevalent than previous uh previously being nothing at all I, I watched this tarot video yesterday, and um, it was about, I thought it would be very innocent and just fun. <laughs> it really wasn't. It was pretty deep. But it was about who I used to be and who I am now. And it just really kind of opened my eyes to what my childhood really was like, I guess. And basically was it was just kind of (laughs) showing and talking about how I was very very closed off very like in a shell just in myself like scared to come out and that's because I didn't know how to deal with people or know how to deal with anything because I didn't have anyone there to show me I didn't have anyone 
helping me through things or talking to me or showing me anything. I'm basically parenting me. I didn't have anybody parenting me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she was just talking about a lot of depression and stuff like that. And it just brought me to a very dark place that I used to be in, for sure. And I was very, very insecure, very uncertain. I, there, there was no... Like, I don't even know how to express what it is like to not have anyone while you're a child. But that's what it was for me. And, like, the sensation that you have and like of course you're not gonna trust anybody because like I guess it's really like I'm trying to think like you can't trust anybody you can't enjoy anything you're very unsure of everything like everything's kind of scary and I mean, just in the very basic of not having anybody there for you, you know, forget all of the abuse that happened that I won't get into right now. Um, but just in the very basic level of, yeah, if you don't really have anybody and you're a kid and that's like the time for you to be learning and having someone to be there for you and guide you and help you, like I didn't have that. So it was a very, very dark time and it brought up a lot, uh, I don't know, just really brought up a lot of memories that I kind of just didn't remember, just everyday life really, of just being completely alone. And I think I talked about this before, I was like, you know, my mom didn't talk to me, <laughs> you know, just like not even regular talking, like she just did not interact with me unless she had to um so (sighs) it was just a very very lonely scary insecure time and all I had (laughs) all I had is tv all I had was books um and music and, you know, at the time I didn't realize this, but I had my spirit guides and I had my angels, but they were just, like, my invisible friends. But that's what, that that's what I had. Like, I had my invisible friends and, and these things to keep me going, you know, and those are the things that kept me going because there was a lot of times where I did not want to. I didn't think it would be worth it. Um... And, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess that's just part of it. These memories coming back and things that'll trigger it, like I said before. Like, it, it could be coming out of nowhere or it's just memories out of nowhere. Or it could be, like, like for instance, this where I'm, like, I'm just watching a terror video. I, again, I thought it would be, like, fun and it'd be, like, oh, yeah, you used to be... <laughs> used to be really quiet and and, and to yourself like I thought yes that but she kind of went in on on just like no one being there for you and all this shit and I was like oh okay yeah there was that part too wasn't it (laughs) I mean the good thing is that there has been a lot of transformation and I have changed a lot but um it just really reminded me of a very very 
dark and lonely place that I was in since I could remember up until I moved in with my husband (laughs) until I met my husband honestly but I'm like when I like met him met him I was still dealing with someone else who gave that um, nice isolation feeling to me uh, kept that whole thing my mom started going Um, so I feel like you know, I, I guess at least until I was done with him, it got a lot better. But I feel like until I got away from everybody, um, well, I guess I should be more specific. Until I got away from my mom and him uh, and was able to just focus more on my relationship with my husband. And at that time, we were married, so he was my husband. Uh, is not until I was able to actually be happy. And, you know, in a much more real sense... Like, I guess there's the physicality of that, of leaving behind the the toxic people, but then there's, like, the mental side of it, I guess, is what I want to say. Because I'm like, you know, we moved, but I still had this relationship with my mom. I still listened to her. I still had a lot of this stuff that she told me and taught me. And along with my ex, a lot of the things he taught me, um, or, you know, about myself that I held as true, which kept this toxicity in me. And, you know, I, I couldn't really be happy until I started denouncing that and being like that's not true that's not me that's not something that is actually part of me it's something you put on to me um which is a lot more recent but I've been able to even know what happiness is you know because of my husband just entering my life period I guess is really what I'm saying so that's kind of what's going on on in my healing journey right now and uh I just you know I can't really guess where it's gonna take me there's of course that outline which is why I have notes on what this journey looks like for me but I you know it's a horrible horrific surprise every fucking time so (laughs) I don't know what will actually pop up uh but so far it's just kind of memories of what life actually was like because I actually I, and I think I talked about this before. I actually didn't remember because <laughs> I'm like, it's kind of funny. I tried to do this episode maybe about a year ago talking about my relationship with my mom and what my life was like growing up with my mom. And I was like, I don't, I don't remember. I like, I don't know anything. I don't remember anything. Um, so I'm starting to get some memories. <laughs> like the memories are coming and it's showing me very slowly but surely. And, uh, I, yeah that's what's happening (laughs) not fun but it's definitely not the worst so um I'm okay so far just like you know it's like these these memories will come and I'm like oh wow I, I guess it's just like wow it's so much more serious than I thought it was you know I think it that's the thing that amazes me and not only that but it's just like how it's just something I just keep thinking about time and time again is like when you're a kid and that's your life that's the only like people you know are these really toxic people like you there's no way you're gonna know 
that that's toxic there's no way you're gonna know what normal is like you just you're gonna absorb that you know you're it's not gonna feel right but you're not gonna have any idea of how like you're just being taught how to be toxic and that's what is normal for you so like that's just kind of what keeps coming through my mind is like there's I I don't know I just I'm like how do I explain it because in my head it was like you just didn't have a chance and I feel like that's bleak and it's not it's not true in the sense that I was able to get out of it but I guess it's true in the sense that I wouldn't have been able to I would have been able to have a happy childhood in that like there there was no escaping that miserable existence during childhood I guess pretty much there was no escaping that because I had I had the life that I had I had no father around and I had my my toxic mom and uh it was so fucking normalized I had no idea that that anything was wrong you know um but yeah I don't know where I was going with that but that's that's pretty much just like what's going on right now so oh and one last thing I have to say this because I don't want to do a full maybe I will later but for right now I don't want to do a full in-depth uh uh analyzation or whatever of Dawson's Creek but I've gotten into like the second half of the third season and it's so much better like it's almost a whole new show I love it love it love it it's so good and they're still kind of forcing things for sure but it's still it's like a more natural force it's it's a drama show force you know what I mean like there's definitely things you want to hit but it goes well you can see the strings being pulled at least there's an understanding of as to why and there's like a reasoning as to why you know um so it makes a lot more sense it's a lot more palatable it's so good it's so delicious I love it I'm loving the second half of season three um and I'm really loving uh Joey and Pacey I love it I love it so much it's so good anyway so that's all I have to say (laughs) um in regards to everything that's going on um yeah uh thank you guys for listening i love you guys if you have any questions comments or suggestions feel free to email me at the mishmash at gmail.com and be sure to check out my facebook and i was gonna say twitter i don't have a twitter and i'm never on twitter but my (laughs) my facebook and my instagram um and i'm at mishmash podcasts okay i love you guys bye